Welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast by Focus on the Family Singapore. Family life can be crazy and chaotic, so join us as we figure it out together. Hello and welcome to the Parent Ed Podcast. My name is Joanna Koho and I'm your host for this episode. Now, in each episode of the Parent Ed Podcast, we tackle questions that parents are asking about family life, parenting, marriage, work life, and much, much more. We will be speaking with everyday parents and practitioners as they share with us their experience and practical ideas. So we hope that you'll keep tuning in to learn with us and to grow personally in your journey as parents. Now, we had a pretty wet start here in Singapore to 2021. Um, maybe some of you had actually planned to keep up that fitness routine and go outdoors and, you know, spend more time, you know, at the, at the mall or just, just going out as a family now that we can actually go out. Um, but, you know, with the wet weather, sometimes um, things, plans have to change, things take an unexpected turn, we have to adjust. And the same goes for our marriages, uh, which go through different seasons or weathers. And we want to talk about how we can weather the seasons of marriage together. And so today with us, we have two special guests, um, married couple, Amos and Karen. Welcome, Amos and Karen, to our Parentet podcast. Now, uh, I, I know Amos and Karen personally and uh um, yeah, they're 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 really passionate about marriage, and uh, I was just having a little chat with them before our recording, and they've been talking about how they've just been involved in helping couples and uh, to prepare for marriage, um, even the, immediately after they got married, and they have been married for. 24 years this year, right? And still counting uh, with two sons, uh, Nathan and Josiah. And I, I, I have met their, their sons and, and they are a totally lovely family. They, they've been volunteering. Uh, even as a family, we focus on the family before. And not only do they uh, help us out as our trainers and facilitators, of course, with marriage and also other areas of our family life, but their children, Together with them, they have been volunteering with us uh, as uh, MCs for our events and so on and so forth. And and uh, we love having them with us. Now, the Ang family also enjoy playing all sorts of board games together and engaging in meaningful conversations over dinner. Uh, both Amos and Karen work with an international nonprofit organization, and Amos is actually a professional trainer and coach. So, welcome once again uh, to the Parent Ed Podcast. Maybe I can just get you uh, to introduce each other. Wow, thank you, uh, Joanna, for this opportunity for us uh, to be here. Uh, well, as Miss uh, uh, Joanna mentioned, we married for 24 years uh, to my lovely bride here. And we just celebrated uh, our anniversary. And uh, we have two sons, as uh, Joanna mentioned, 22 and, and 17. Uh, well, doing, looking at the age, we have just moved past our active parenting uh, season. Uh, now a little bit more uh, engaging with each other. But we became a team uh, from the very, very start. And, and this is one thing I really appreciate about Karen is that we are a team uh, and a true partners in life as we move in every step of the way in, in our marriage. Yeah, I think it was just, uh, I'm really thankful, yeah, to be married to Amos. Uh, he was, uh, I mean, he's really with me, yeah, every step of the way, not just physically, uh, but even uh, emotionally, you know, as we navigated the challenges of uh, raising uh, our boys. No, I mean, Amos always says, you know, like we feel like first-time parents at every stage of our boys' growth. Yeah, and uh, but we learn to, you know, ebb and flow in our parenting styles. 
uh, being very mindful to you know lay the foundations for a strong parent-child relationship while not uh, neglecting our own. Yeah, so basically different seasons uh, call for different skills and engaging the boys mentally and emotionally. Uh, this season for us is more guiding, reasoning, mentoring, coaching, and basically helping them to think beyond the present and make informed decisions. Yeah, so throughout our 24 wow. years of marriage, I think we've invested yeah, most of our married life to help couples build strong foundations for their marriages. Uh, and that has definitely needed our hearts and lives together besides the children. And so we look forward uh, to even more exciting days and years ahead. Sounds like you have been through many seasons and many different types of weather in your own marriage. Uh, can, could you help us to just uh, understand the different seasons that a marriage could go through? Um, yeah, I mean, I, in fact, you know, it's, it's so interesting because I, I just read uh, a really random article, actually, that in a certain country, apparently the number of marriages increases with a heat wave as it's used as a coping strategy to cope with climate shocks. Um, I thought that that was a very interesting finding. And <laughs> um, I don't know, the, do, do our marriages face heat waves and or, or are, are people, do people look at our marriage <laughs> look at marriage as a way to um, cope with climate change? Yes, maybe just describe like what well, what would you consider as the different weather changes that a, a marriage would face? Well, there are, there are a couple of seasons we all go through and, and most familiar to us would be the honeymoon or the breezy stage, you know, where everything's exciting, everything is new, setting up new home, looking forward to cook for two, making new discovery, you know. Yeah, and so one of the things, you know, that I discovered uh, right at the beginning was that uh, Amos is very handy around the house. It's something I didn't know before we got married. And Karen is very good at housekeeping, <laughs> you know, keeping everything speak and span and very clean, you know. And of course, uh, in a new stage, open to new experience, mm. try activities, mm. you know, uh, relationship is fresh, healthy, exciting. Yeah. Basically, being open to new things is important in solving problems, you know, keep the relationship strong. Yeah, and then so, uh, you know, I like this quote. It says that married life uh, isn't time for settling down, uh, but for growth, for doing new things. And with each passing year, a growing couple will actively look for new and different things that they can do together. And that's something that has, mm. you know, really inspired us throughout uh, our early years of marriage, you know, from uh, sporting activities uh, to spectator activities, to volunteer activities, to ministry and social gatherings. Yeah, there are like lots of things that we... Uh, have you know taken to heart this quote and you know have really uh, applied that you know, to our own marriage? Yeah, something I'll what? never do is uh, watching Belly under the stars, <laughs> and that's what you know uh, I did for Karen and just watching Belly under the stars. Yes, yes, and yeah. for Kenning, I will always, yeah, always yeah. remember and that. And what she did for me is coming, come along uh, with me for scuba diving, which is petrified and, and scared. But she said, "I'm doing this for, for love." love. <laughs> Only for love. Yeah, it sounds though that your honeymoon season never ended. <laughs> we were wondering actually. Yeah. <laughs> no la, like yeah. Like in any seasons, you know, there'll be ups and downs, but how we mm. brave, you know, whatever comes and, and the foundation that we lay in the beginning, uh, that would definitely, definitely help. Yeah, stand us in the yeah. seat, and, right? and I think for us, basically in the beginning stage, uh, we focus a lot on trust. You know, building it in good times when, when things are calm and relatively smooth, you know, how, how we build on, on, on trust. Mm. I think one of those things, uh, I mean, you know, like what Amos says, yeah, during those breezy, you know, stages, yeah, focus on building trust. 
Yeah, and one of those things we do uh, is uh, this habit of just appreciating and affirming each other uh, in the dailiness of life. And this is something that we learned uh, so that we can, you know, we you know we always know where we stand with our spouse, you know, with each other. Yeah, we're not left wondering, yeah, you know, what's 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 happening, you know, do you still love me? Yeah, so we, <laughs> we, we take care of that, yeah, by appreciating and affirming each other uh, on a daily basis. Yeah, and, and of course, one of the things we do is also in the honeymoon stage, you keep short accounts, or they call it state of the union meeting, mm-hmm. uh, every Monday, lunchtime together to share about the week we just passed, anything we're unhappy about, so that resentment does not build up. So that, mm-hmm. that has helped us, you know, build trust. Yeah. And the other thing is really just asking for and giving forgiveness. Uh, yeah, and this is definitely the easiest to do during uh, the breezy, you know, or the honeymoon stage. Yeah, and um, this is basically just really taking responsibility for our part in the conflict. Uh, and one thing I know I really commend Amos is that, yeah, he usually takes the lead as the head of the household. This is the best, this, this is the best, I don't know, weather for marriage, I assume. Yeah, I think it's the best weather because everything is new and, and it's good for us to, to, to set things right so that when you know when storm comes, you're, you're anchored, you know you can mm. trust your spouse, your mm. spouse is not your enemy, mm. uh, it's away from your side, no, no matter uh, how things go. Mm. Uh, because storm will come, mm. uh, either externally or internally. And, and so the beginning stage uh, does help us lay uh, that mm. foundation. Right. And I was gonna ask how how would you describe like a, a you know the stormy weather in marriage um, for you for you guys what did it look like I mean it doesn't even seem like you ever had stormy weather in your marriage but <laughs> uh, did you? Oh uh, wow! I think I mean as we actually thought about like you know wondering like what stage are we really in right now? I mean usually we think in terms of you know the parenting seasons, uh, but in terms of um, emotional climate, we I would say we would. Generally, sunny, sunny stage, yeah, with uh, occasional, occasional showers. showers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds like Singapore weather. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think the first time we really entered into the overcast stage, yeah, this is before the storm, right? Yeah, when we first, um, uh, you know, felt devastated, you know, by some of the things we discovered was, I think, in the area of finances. Yeah, so Amos is, you know, a, a saver, and you know, I am more of a spender. And uh, I think this brought up because uh, my dad kind of dabbled in shares uh, when I was very young and, and got into trouble uh, with loan sharks coming and, and those uh, instilled a, quite a big fear in me. And, and my mother was telling me uh, as I was growing up very young to save as much as possible because you don't know when uh, a trouble will come and you need money. And so I grew up with that kind of value system, save, 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 don't spend, don't spend. Whereas Karen, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am the more generous one <laughs> between the two of us. Uh, and and that was uh, really kind of like because of an incident that happened when I was growing up. Uh, and it left me feeling, you know, that if I ever wanted uh, anything for myself, I would have to get it for myself because no one was going to uh, buy it for me. So even as a, from a young age, right, I learned to lavish you know, on myself and, and even others, you know, people whom I love. And so you can see, you know, he is, you know, all about, you know, saving, you know, for a rainy day, being frugal. You know, that was his value. But for me, it was being generous, you know, and, um, uh, yeah, just lavishing on the people, you know, that I love. So, so 
you can imagine the tension, you know, between us, you know, when I, I remember we were, you know, walking in the mall once uh, and then looking at something. And then I said, and then I kind of like hinted like, oh, that, that looks really nice. <laughs> yeah. And then of course he didn't pick up the hint. He's like, oh, okay. You know, yeah. And then, then next. And then so, you know, with, you know, birthdays will come, anniversaries come, Mother's Day come, everything passes by and I never see, you know, the thing that I would hint. Uh, that I like, you know, ever appearing as a gift. And then so I know my, in my mind, in the early days, it was like, wow, you know, we were, we are married. It's like, and you're the, you the person who's supposed to love me the most. If you don't lavish on me, then who is going to lavish on me? And so, uh, yeah. So, so one of those conversations we had was, you know, those uh, state of union one day or, or retreat <laughs> time, we share how we feel in this season and not appreciated, you know, because of, you know, different brands. So one of the solutions that help us specifically in this uh, financial mm-hmm. side is mm-hmm. to put a financial plan together, you know, emergency fund, retirement fund, life insurance, hospitalization, you know, Mm. And that helped me to know, okay, there are things in place. I don't be so fearful when Karen begin to spend. And, and that gives me a, a security uh, uh, and Karen can spend in peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely, it definitely helped, yeah, you know, to have a financial plan uh, in place. Yeah, because, you know, prior to that, uh, it was like, uh, yeah, he didn't trust me with money. And that was just really hard to stomach. It was an overcast before the storm actually mm. came. So a storm actually mm. came after this incident. Also about finances? Oh, no, no. I, I think the storm was was the distrust that uh, I, I seem to project uh, on Karen. Every time, you know, uh, uh, for example, someone will give us a, a love gift or parents, you know, <laughs> I, I would just like, okay, thank you. But I would kind of not tell Karen. You know, and then when she found out, hey, so-and-so give you this Big ang pao, but why didn't you tell me? Say, oh no, okay, and and that's where distrust begins to start because I know I'm not gonna take the ang pao and spend it anyway. I'm gonna take ang pao and save. That, that's a good thing, right? You know, I'm helping you to save the money, but to, you know, to her, she sees it as distrust, and, and that kind of a blew up. That that was the the, mm. the, the storm that really kind of rocked the boat a bit. Okay, okay, where where are we now? Do you really trust me? And I told Kevin, no, I don't trust you, and, and that was you know. You know, as, as, as friend, I you actually think. said that to her. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, for better, for worse, for truth. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so I have to tell her this is how I feel, and I'm going to deal with it. And that's why, we, in the end, the solution was yeah. came up with that financial. Plan. And it was over dinner, and oh my goodness, I was you know eating and crying. Eating and and crying. And <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. Yes, I I left the restaurant. Yeah. In tears. Wow. Yeah. And, and this oh, no. As in uh, like eating oh, in a public place. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but thank God it's overseas, so nobody knows us. We are, we are away <laughs> on like a regular retreat. You know, because in a regular retreat, you know, we, we talk about everything under the sun, mm. how we are doing, mm. you know, things we, we sense, mm. you know, and this one of those questions over dinner, agents, you know, having conversations over dinner. This one of those conversations that led to this. You know, uh, uh, shocking discovery. Shocking discovery of issues. <laughs> so it was embarrassing. She walked away. I, I mean, how long had you been married, married when this happened? Uh, I think it was the seventh year of our marriage. Yeah. Wow, that's like yeah. almost a seven-year build-up. 
before the storm (laughs) broke for him. (laughs) I was none the wiser. If I I could ask both of you, you know, like, uh, I mean, you've described some of the the different weathers that uh, a typical marriage, I guess, would go through. I mean, I'm I'm quite sure that many of the couples listening would identify with uh, the things that you share. Uh, What are some things that, you know, couples can do for each of these seasons or, or weathers that your marriage might be going through? Besides the, uh, you know, the honeymoon or the, or the breezy stage or even the sunny stage, you know, when, when life is busy, yeah, but it's exciting because uh, you're definitely, you know, uh, uh, covering new grounds, you know, whether in, in parenting or even uh, in your personal life uh, as well. And so uh, one of those things we, you know, think about is uh, really like uh, accepting, learning to accept your partner's influence. You know, when I think back, you know, what has really uh, made our partnership, our marriage so much easier is just, you know, really uh, Amos' um, willingness, yeah, to to listen uh, to my opinions, uh, taking them into account uh, in every decision-making. Uh, I'm never left, uh, you know, feeling alone or that, you know, uh, my views don't matter uh, or my opinions don't count. So, that is something that I really, really uh, appreciated uh, him for that. Yeah, is to be able to, you know, accept, yeah, my influence, yeah, mm-hmm. in, in all of our decision-making. The willing to share that the power, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so, I mean, a long-term study, yeah, of newlywed couples, you know, actually it is shown that even in the first few months of marriage, that men who allow their wives to influence them have happier marriages and are less likely to divorce than men who resist their wives' influence so kudos to Amos <laughs> he's done well <laughs> without even realizing yeah that this was uh, there was this principle you know at work in our marriage even you know right from the get-go and, and mm. I think this helped build the emotional uh, buffers in our marriage to withstand the inevitable knots uh, that you mentioned or the storms uh, that you mentioned mm. Joe so, so this this definitely mm. helped I think listening to each other being open and don't jump to conclusion uh, listening, mm. reflecting, and understanding uh, each other. Mm, yeah, yeah. This part about, you know, it was talking about yeah, building emotional buffers uh, to withstand the inevitable knocks in married life, right? I mean, I remember this, you know, we had we had this car, you know, the, I mean, a Toyota Vios, which, you know, is long dead now. <laughs> yeah, and then when we were, you know, our car, we took it uh, for a road trip to KL once uh, and we really killed the suspension because, you know, the traffic was so horrendous. We were breaking every, yeah, every 30 seconds we were breaking the car, you know, just inching, 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 you know, uh, to the cars mm. in front of us. And so we felt, you know, felt every joke and bump, you know, even if, even when we go over a hump. And then mm. uh, even when we slow down, you know, feel the, you know, the jerk. And then one day we rode in my sister's BMW and it was so smooth, the ride, right? It's like when they when she sped over the hump, right? It didn't even jolt, yeah. And then it got us thinking, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, our relationship we should nurture it, you know, to be like a BMW, yeah, because there will be, mm. you know, inevitable you know, uh, knocks, you know, in the married life. Is but how much mm. do you feel the jolt, right? Uh, really, is dependent on the emotional investment that has gone in, uh, yeah, you know, from uh, in the dailiness of life, you know, speaking each other's love language yeah keeping regular date nights 
And I think we need to consider uh, time together as well. Uh, we just came back uh, from our uh, honeymoon trip uh, together. Honeymoon trip? Uh, well, trip, we went on a cruise actually. <laughs> anniversary yeah, trip. Anniversary honeymoon. <laughs> See, I've been a honeymoon stage. <laughs> our anniversary trip together. And, and, and we do that quite uh, religiously. Mm, uh, once or twice, at least twice a year, just, just to get away uh, with, with each other, without the kids. You know, of course, we do go holiday for kids, but mm. we do it as a couple. And our kids understand we take that time mm. out to intentionally uh, build on each other, our emotional buffers to concentrate and, and, and give our attention to each other um, mm. because we cannot mm. build a strong marriage on leftover uh, energies. And I think there's a quote uh, mm. that says that people who often underestimate the need for extended and unhurried time together to nurture the relationship are the ones who overestimate the health and strength of the relationship. Staying together, uh, um, spending time together is, is crucial in building up their buffer. Mm. Mm. Yeah, this, those are those are great practical tips, and I I I really you know love how you explain it like uh, as um, emotional buffers in the in the marriage being like the suspension of a car. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yes. um, yeah but uh, I you know one of the things that that has really uh, struck me about both you and you mentioned it a couple times in our conversation is your. St- State, you call it the state of the union meetings After that the you union have on meetings. the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how, how long do these last? I mean, I mean, like which meeting will take? Uh, I don't. How long? Oh, it's just over a simple meal, like a lunchtime together mm. you every know. Monday. Yeah, Monday yeah. lunch, just two of us. Mm. You know, it's nothing formal. You know, don't have it in Parliament. It's just like, restaurant. <laughs> so it's quiet. You can, you can talk. <laughs> Yeah, and then we just we just share, you know, uh, and and if everything's fine, it's okay. But there are times where it's a bit intense, mm. a bit defensive. Mm. You know, what do you mean? Okay, okay, let's 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 listen. Mm. You know, this is a state of union. We bring everything to the table and say, mm. what was it? Why do you feel this way? You know, when I say the, you know the I the I statement, I I feel you know condescended. You know, when you mention this, I I feel mm. put down. Yeah. And we we just listen. And apologize and say, okay, let's 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 do better next time. It could be about us. It could be the way we parent. It could be the way we spend our time. We just mm. yeah, yeah, clearing the ground, and and starting with a clean slate in a sense. You know, after after the lunch. Yeah. So during mm. the week, if something you know, uh, if something would come up, and you know, we would be upset about it uh, we know okay Monday's coming we will bring this up then because sometimes in the heat of the oh, moment yeah. yeah if we when and when after each other <laughs> yeah you know without uh, you know giving each other you know um, the space you know uh, to just uh, let the situation sit for a bit right yeah it will usually mm. just end up like yeah not productive and so so mm. so we come yeah on Mondays we are prepared if there's anything you know, that we are unhappy about, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about it. This is crash helmet. Get ready for the meeting. I love this. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's a very doable thing. I mean, we all acknowledge mm-hmm. that couples are really busy these days. Um, it's, it's hard to keep, you know, a relationship mm-hmm. going, uh, much less thriving. And, and that's a really good practical example. Uh, before we head off, um, uh, is there one last thing that you'd like to share, Amos and Karen, maybe uh, Amos to husbands and Karen to the wives out there? Oh, wow. Okay. Let's see. Uh, I think we need to understand that our spouse uh, is not our enemy. And uh, mm. uh, we need to fight for our marriage as men. Uh, must be willing to get into the mess and sort things out. 
Because as men, mm. generally, we want to keep the peace at all costs, including avoiding, burying, and pretend <laughs> nothing is there until everything blows up and say, what's going on? You know? Uh, and, and so that, that, that is something <laughs> something Karen keeps telling me, you know, when it, every time there's such a situation. So so at the end of the day, you know, fight for your marriage, willing to, to get into the mess and, and talk about it. And it may end up messy, but live with the mess because this will help you deepen your relationship uh, with your wife. Deal with your expectation because uh, we all have a picture of a perfect partner, but we marry an imperfect person. We're then faced with two options. Either we tear up the person and accept the picture or we can tear up the picture and accept the person. Mm. And for me, um, the best uh, marital advice that I've ever received uh, is really that our marriage will outlast any season of life. Uh, of course, you mm. know, parenting being the longest season, you know, apart from uh, job and career opportunities and illness or health crisis or even financial uh, difficulties. And so, you know, the the... Encouragement is that you know to make the effort, yeah, to nurture uh, and protect it continually, so that you will reap mm. the benefits in every season. Yeah, and sometimes we hear uh, you know couples talking about, uh, especially when they've had you know children, yeah, and they think like, yeah, but this is the way you know it is for now, right? Yeah, but we said it doesn't have to be. Yeah, it doesn't have to be because, you know, couples who marriages, some couples' marriages can remain really strong uh, and re- and happy regardless of the season they go through. Uh, it's because they work on issues. Yeah, you know, like Amos say, yeah, we don't sweep it under the carpet. We deal with it uh, directly and in a timely manner so that uh, we don't allow resentment yeah, to build up. Yeah. And then also mm-hmm. to be very intentional in maturing the marital relationship. Uh, but most important is really to you know, practice forgiveness, to give and ask for forgiveness. Mm. That really is the best, uh, yeah, balm (laughs) for everything. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Amos and Karen, for joining us today. Uh, It's a new year and I hope, you know, for all our listeners out there, uh, we will take this new year to make maybe a new resolution that this year we are going to stay focused and stay committed to weather the seasons together in our marriages. And uh, if you'd like to take our marriage quiz as a weather check of your own marriage, you can log on to www.family.org.sg slash marriage quiz. And of course, if you have other questions as a parent that we can help you with, do write to us at parent at, that's parent with an ED, at family.org.sg. Our counselling support services are also available now even online and you can find out more about that as well as our monthly e-newsletter for um, exclusive family life content um, at www.family.org.sg. So until next time, thank you once again for joining us on the Parent Ad Podcast. Mm-hmm.